0: Not much, man. Yeah. Um.
1: Despite you know you calling me a, a a bad guy, a scumbag or whatever name you said in our pre-show meeting, um, that interview was fantastic. And the Yankees are winning seven to one. We like it up here. Um, tomorrow is Game Two between the Heat, y- the Islanders, <laughs> and Lightning. Tomorrow. And the Yankees look to, you know, continue their winning ways against Toronto. And Jacob deGrom left with a right hamstring, right hamstring tightness in his leg, so that's not a good sign. And if the Yankees win today, there'll be three back of Tampa. I don't think they're catching Tampa anyway, but twenty twenty, man.
0: <laughs> but uh most most importantly, um yesterday we heard that Jeanette Belichick has passed away. And that is the mother of Bill Belichick and the grandmother of Stephen Brian Belichick. She was in her 90s. She lived well. She lived hard. And it's going to be a hard thing. And today, Bill was at practice. I mean, for most people, you just lose your mother. You're most likely not going to work the next day, or you're not gonna do whatever you plan the next day. So it will not shock me if he's on that plane Friday going to Seattle. That will not shock me. Um, but obviously, and another home run. But obviously, if he's not, it's very understandable, and that will leave the Patriots without you know a couple coordinators also. But that's okay. Um, you know, they would, they they, they, they would want to go win it for her. You know, just like, uh, they wore, um, m- when Mr. Kraft lost his wife, they wore the patches in, in the Super Bowl year where they were trying to go perfect, but some bad team had to ruin that. And, uh... It's just one of those things where, you know, if if you die in your nineties, I say you had a good life because that means you had a good, you had a good eighty years of real living. Cause that's cause let's face it, you really don't start living till you're like ten, you know, till 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 your till till maybe you're allowed to stay out past five o'clock you no, stay out till the street lights come on you know what i'm saying you're 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 not being you know maybe maybe some kids get stopped walking to school at, at around 6 7 and 8 but that, that that that's when you're really living 10 that's when you start to really live and then of course really living 18 through like 40 you really living man maybe maybe to 50 you're really living like doing do all the things you want to do travel sightsee, etc 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 you know and then, and then, you know, 60 and up, you scale down a little bit. You know, you're still living, but you scale down. And then, 80, at, 80 and up, you're relaxing. You, you, you try to spend time with grandkids. If you got grandkids, just kicking it back. And then, and, then, and then, once you get to 90s, you are triple scaling back. You are just relaxing even more and just waiting the inevitable. But, to... To give birth to Bill, you gotta be once off broad, so, you know, big, big rest in peace to Mrs. Jeanette Belichick. Um, she, she obviously lost her husband, Steve, you know, uh, a little after the, I, w- I would like to say the 04 Panther Super Bowl. Um, he was on this island for one of those 04 03 Super Bowls. So, the fact that she lived an extra 10 years past that. That's that that's pretty fantastic.
1: That's um, the fact that she able to live that long in the She lived a wonderful life and to give her to Bill who is just a phenomenal coach and even that much of a better person because people people don't understand that Bill Belichick just because on on TV, he comes off as a heart. That certainly a heart of It doesn't mean he doesn't care. Bill Belichick is the nicest, most caringest person you'll ever meet. I know a few people that have actually met Bill Belichick, and he's nothing but a kind gentleman. And an to him to lose his mom and to be at practice is a lot about him, man. He is he's a he's, a, he's a tough man. No people couldn't do it. I mean, I lost my dad, and I. I, I couldn't even go to work, man. I, my, my my I was just not with it, and um, me and my sister were not all there when we lost our dad. And to go, to lose his mom, and for to be at at work, to, like coaching is work. But he loves what he does. It, it shows what type of person he is. Because I'll be honest, Nick, I don't I couldn't do it. I I, I just couldn't do it, man. How, how how Bill found the strength is beyond the rest breast breast and beef with his mom and be and our condoler the Bill
0: Belichick and his family. That's right, and right now we're about to have the commissioner on. And uh she'll be smart, she'll be funny, she'll be great. She knows her sports. The commissioner. That's right. Ooh.
1: We have a commissioner. Let's bring her in. Let's talk
0: to the Miss Commission. <laughs> so we are with the Miss Commissioner Yaz. <laughs> I love it. (laughs) How how are you doing on this 2020 COVID times?
2: Oh, man. You know what? I'm actually doing probably the best right now that I haven't been any month this entire year. Um, Just because first we didn't have sports, that sucked so bad. And then I went through a point where there was COVID in my apartment. So I had to do like a whole 17 day quarantine that was brutal, that was July we never want to go back to that month and then now I mean we have sports back, we have NBA, we have NFL I still have a job so I'm thankful for that, I would, I would say I'm doing pretty good right now, I like September yeah.
1: Commissioner Yaz it is James the other half of us it. It so I'm calling you commish because you're the boss you're the boss, you're the, boss. You're the OG so, I love to hear it well, because it's true, man. Like, you're, you're the OG. I respect the OGs. Um, the, Have you ever – did you watch um, a little bit of the NHL on the bubble? Because I want to ask what well, your thoughts on the NBA and the NHL in this bubble playoffs right now because I think it's been absolutely fantastic.
2: So I actually – it's funny because I am – way more of a NBA fan than I am an NHL fan like I know very little about the NHL but this season specifically was the very first season that I've ever started to pay attention and it's because um, my boyfriend is a Flyers fan so heartbreaking but um, yeah he kind of got me into it a little bit and then I was like why'd you have to drag me into this space that I wasn't even involved in to then lose you know
1: Oh, I'm like, what the hell? Uh, listen. <laughs> listen, Kamish. Um, it's not. I know your boyfriend. You know, he's obviously a fantastic human being, and he chose to chose to be a Flyers fan. Tell him a fan you are. Boy, that's, that's, listen, listen, listen. Her, her boyfriend is obviously a great human being. Um, <laughs> but, but his hockey choice was not really up to par. Yeah, oh, I can't blame him. You know, have a How agreement. I blame your boyfriend.
2: How can you to do that to you? I, this is going to make you guys laugh because, so he was born um in New Jersey, so he is an Eagles fan, a Flyers fan, but he grew up in Texas. So here's the funny thing. He couldn't put me on the Stars. He couldn't put me with Dallas. He had to drag me along to the Flyers. I'm like, come on, at least give me a team that's
1: going to the finals. I mean... What the hell? I mean, if it makes you feel better, you have, either you know, Dallas, Dallas Stars are in the finals, so you're going to pick them, and then exactly. you have either the Islanders or the Lightning. One of those two teams are going to be in the finals, so at least pick a team that's probably going to be in the finals, and then, you know, <laughs> probably the Lightning or the Stars. Um, but I- I'm so sorry he made you go through that game. Now, before Nick jumps in, I have to ask, um... Uh, your boyfriend watched the game seven. How was your yes. boyfriend feeling when they got shut out? And they lost after trailing three one, coming back. He had hope. He must have been feeling great, and then just to have it lost like that. I was—he uh, uh, was
2: not feeling well at all. And so after they had their little comeback, he got real greedy and went and bet a whole lot of unnecessary money on Game Seven. And you know what? Oh. I, was even, I was even rooting for Game Seven. I'm like, oh, we're about to get this money. Let's go! And then it just crumbled in front of my face and it was so funny because we started out that Saturday we went to the liquor store we got all these really great drinks we had friends over we were ready to go and I think we all thought like this is gonna happen we're gonna upset the islanders we got this and then it just goal by goal the spirit in here deteriorated a little bit more each time I was like oh man Oh man,
0: yeah. this sucks. So yeah, that was hard.
2: That was really hard. I'm gonna be honest. So not no, only
0: did hard. he rob you money that you could have spent, exactly. and 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 what what my horrible horrible arrogant co-host forgot to mention, Arrogance. which which he he is actually an Islanders fan. So he's asking you these questions smiling oh. inside knowing mm-hmm. it's hurting your heart. And, and, and and of course, James is such a bad guy. He he forgot to leave out that very, very important detail of his fandom. Yeah,
2: that was a very important detail. And I could tell he had a little chip on his shoulder there, you know? But
1: what, that wait, is what, funny. What, what
0: detail? Like, he's a Dallas Cowboy fan? Um, I didn't know that he was a Dallas Cowboy fan. He said he grew up in New Jersey, so... See, he's trying to be slick right now. He's trying to be slick. <laughs> Uh, he's actually,
2: this is funny. My boyfriend is an Eagles fan, and uh, after the very tough loss that the Eagles suffered this Sunday, he—I wish that I could show you guys this—but he hung the his Carson Wentz jersey from our patio with a shoelace. Inside out and upside down. I don't know why. I don't know why, but he said that it's going to hang there inside out and upside down off the side of the patio until the Eagles start winning again. And it looks so
0: ghetto. I'm like, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> That's like hanging shoes hanging over the body. power line. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's listen, Kamish, Um, this Sunday...
1: You don't have to worry. Um, the Eagles usually play well against the Rams, so the Eagles are going to win. Don't worry. I think Dallas is going to win Sunday against Atlanta. I think the Giants are going to ultimately lose to Chicago because of the talent, and the Washington football team is going to lose to Arizona, and 2020 is
0: going to be a little bit normal, so your boyfriend doesn't have to worry. You know, I I think think I agree. Think. James, James, do not do not lie to the girl. The Eagles were up 17 nothing against the Washington football franchise who let's be real aren't good so so do not get her hopes up what's wrong with you oh my god I'm not doing that I'm just being honest yeah 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 yeah. says the guy says says the guy who forgot to forgot to mention his fandom
2: yeah you know what I I've watched a lot of Eagles games I know how they go and they, I will give them the benefit of the doubt because Sunday they did, They were losing players like flies. It was like injury after injury after injury. And once I think he just got a little shaken up. The Rams look good, though. I'm going to be honest. They, they looked all right. So, I think it'll be an interesting game. I think the Eagles have to redeem themselves. They play my team, the Bengals, week three. So, week two, I'm going to root for them. Week three, it's going down.
0: But the best part also about him being Eagles fan James is also a giant fan, so when Deshaun Jackson, when Deshaun Jackson, that fateful day, caught the ball, fumbled the ball, then, I don't know, chose to run 100 yards into the end zone, I think that made James's day. Uh, all right, commence, commence, I'm going to behind the, um,
1: the curtain, like I like um, to see. I was actually at that game. Oh no so way! So that is I, I was at that game. I was like, ah, you know what? Ah, this is a good game. I'm enjoying myself. Eagles fans are starting to leave. This is beautiful, cause you know, cause, cause South Jersey, for people who don't know, South Jersey is Eagles. If you go past yeah. the front Brunswick, it's all Eagle, Up north, it's Giants. South is Eagle, So you know, I was enjoying myself. I was like, oh great, you know, this is beautiful. Thirty-one seventeen. All right, you know, you know. Thirty-one twenty-four. What is going on? Thirty-one thirty-one. I, I can't believe this is happening. And the Giants return. Like, this was. This is the worst day of my life. This was. awful. <laughs> and that year, by the way, Eagles cost the Giants the playoff trip.
2: So and I think right. it, it might be because you started to get a little cocky. You're like, the fans are leaving, we've got this in the bag, and then the Eagles were like, hold on, let me come
1: knocking on the door real quick. Uh, now, I want to ask you about the NBA, because you said you're a big NBA fan. What are your thoughts on the Clippers' collapsing against Nuggets? Oh, man, that was heartbreaking. That was really heartbreaking. So
2: for people that may have seen my Twitter, I was going off and – and just a little side note, because I will not hide my fandom, I'm actually a Sacramento Kings fan, so as people know, Kings fans and Lakers fans don't get along, and that's that. So I, all season, have secretly been like, Clippers, this is your year, let's go, let's get it, and I've seen, I saw the Bucks. I've seen the Lakers, but I'm like, Clippers, come on, you're my favorite to win this, let's go, and I was so excited, I knew that this team is kind of new, and there's an excuse on Twitter and all over the media about how their chemistry fell apart and this and that, but you know what? At the end of the day, I feel like they had all these great players. Somebody needed to step up and make those plays, and it was heartbreaking to watch them fall apart in the second half, I want to say. Third quarter, they were still kind of holding up a little bit. First half of the game, I was hopeful. I was like, okay, y'all got this in the bag, and then we get to the fourth quarter, and I'm like, are you guys going to score a point? Anybody? Is anybody going to make any basket? I even tweeted out, I'm like,
0: there is a magnet on the ball that is connected to the Nuggets hoop. I saw because that one. I don't understand
2: what's going on. It was crazy, but you know what? Jamal Murray, he is incredible, and I'm really excited to watch him play, and I was sitting here on the couch, and I'm like, how old is he? Like, 25? No, I look him up. He's twenty three. That is amazing. That is amazing to be twenty three years old and be doing what you've done and I'm excited for Denver. I think that they're actually going to give a like the Lakers a run for their money. But I felt physical pain for Doc Rivers last night because I just really like him as a coach and I live in LA, so I know that the Clippers are very disrespected around here. Um, It's just like Laker Nation, everywhere you go, the Clippers have tried so hard to brand themselves and make themselves an LA team. Yeah, and they're just not accepted, and it's so sad to me, but I saw Doc say, I'm sure you guys saw as well, that he said he'd take the blame for the team, and... You know what? I don't really stand behind that. I I think that you can have the feeling of being out coached, but at the end of the day, those players, Lou Williams, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, they should have been they should have been on their game. They should've been a little bit more serious. They were throwing bricks out there.
0: Like you I adopted the Clippers um cuz my and my and <laughs> N- N- NBA team is the Pistons and when you're up 3-1 and the last three losses you give up double-digit leads. I have no sympathy for you. Yeah. Most places, most teams, you're up by 16, you you are winning the game. May, maybe the league gets to 8, maybe it gets to 7. But 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 with it being a time sport and free throws, you're winning the game. You're up by 19, you should win the game. You're up by 15, you should win the game. There was a moment yesterday... Where they were down by nine the clippers. Patrick Beverly gets the steal. He's going for a wide open leap. He stops. He waits for two nuggets to get there. Then he shoots shoot the ball. That's how oh, no. you know they were mentally defeated. Yeah. Mentally yeah. just drained. I
2: and also, my my biggest thing was they weren't getting any rebounds by the fourth quarter. I was like, rebounds, guys. Come on, put your hands up. Get under the hoop. Let's go. It would be like all these white jerseys right around the hoop on both sides of the court. And I'm just like, where the hell are the Clippers at? Like, what is going on? So that was tough. But you know what? They, they got outplayed that game. And after I watched that, I was like, okay, they did not deserve this.
0: But it is heartbreaking. Just it's been so long for them. Listen, I, I, my heart
1: breaks for the nation. Oh sure it does. Don't lie to her. Oh yeah. It breaks, but we all know it's L.A. gang adult don't bang. You know the Lakers. It's Lakers gang, man. You are a Lakers are on a mission. Okay, I have to ask. I have to ask a
2: quick question. Lakers because you you actually like the
0: Lakers or Lakers because LeBron James is on the Lakers. I need all to get right, that. Neither on. for Kobe. Right, for
1: Kobe. Let me. I, I I I'm going to answer this. I, I'm I'm I will I actually am a Knicks fan. I I, okay. I, I I I I love the Knicks. Now I've always liked the Lakers. I adopted them as my second team. When I grew up, I saw Kobe and Shaq. And Fisher and Horry and, you know, Whitman. And I just love them because I love Kobe Bryant. Because I'll be honest, when I saw Jordan when he was with the Wizards, I was like, people say he's the GOAT. And I had to look at Old Bells like, oh, he is the GOAT. And I saw Kobe's game mirror Jordan. And because I love Kobe's mentality, the Black Mamba, I adopted the Lakers as kind of like my second team. I am not a LeBron James fan. I I, okay. I actually am not a big well, I hate LeBron James too. But I don't think he's the greatest player of all time. It's Jordan and that and, and that that. But because of the unfortunate death of Kobe and that broke my childhood because I grew up seeing Kobe and because of the circumstances, I'm rooting for i L I'm rooting for the Lakers now more than ever to get a ring for Kobe. So that's why I've been on I've, I'm I'm, you know, I've been on this. Now I've always liked the Lakers. I am a Knicks fan first, and that will never change. But if you were to say I adopt the Lakers as, like, a team that I secretly like, then you can say that. But I'm a Knicks fan forever, and I just want the Lakers to win for LeBron. So I hope that answers your question.
2: Yeah, okay, that makes sense. I I just – I've met so many new Lakers fans recently, but I totally relate to you, and I understand with the whole – it's funny because being a Kings fan, I was always – just taught to hate the Lakers because of their intense rivalry, but I always secretly in the back of my head, and I don't know if I've ever admitted this to anybody, but secretly I always was kind of bitter that I wasn't allowed to like them, and when I moved to LA and I went to see um, Kobe play multiple times in Sacramento and in LA, I always really loved Kobe, and I liked watching the Lakers team, but I was just taught that I wasn't allowed to like them which is such a funny thing but I'm definitely supporting them um, I want to see I want to see a good series though I don't want to see a sweep and I don't think a sweep will happen but I also posted on my it Twitter yesterday that this, this,
1: yeah, I promise you that
2: yeah I'm excited to watch that because Lakers Twitter is gonna blow up
0: <laughs> see that's what that's what has to happen. For the Nuggets to be validated, it can't be a series under five. Because then it's like, okay, yeah. you you kicked out the Clippers for what? So you have to get to at least game six. Um, but I also think that maybe they're going to be kind of drained as well. Needing both series come down 3-1. So that could also make them lay an egg. Um, if you had the opportunity to be the commissioner for the NBA and NFL for, for one day and and Ooh. you could make three changes that that go on for the next five years, what changes would you oh, make? Wow.
2: This is a really good question. Okay, I have to think about that for a second. NFL or NBA? By no. the way, I do want to go back to talk about, before I forget this, I do want to go back and talk about the NBA bubble okay. after this because I want to hear your thoughts on it and I want to see okay. if we're on the same page with that one. But if I can be a commissioner for either one for a day, I'm going to make that my new goal. We're going to make this happen. Um, yeah.
0: No, no, you, you I, can choose both. So one, oh, okay, one, so. one, one day commission for NBA... One day, commit for NFL, and you can make three changes that stand for the next five years.
2: Ooh, okay. Okay, so the first one that came to my head right off the bat would have to be... I'd have to meet with the committee and talk about the overtime rules <sighs> for the NFL. That would be the first thing. Why? Because the, if you score on
0: offense, you win and the other team doesn't even get a chance, that's ridiculous. Well, that's only if it's a touchdown.
2: Yeah, but, still, I mean, even if, I mean, you know, there's some teams that the offense is really good on both sides, and maybe the defense, I, I just, I don't think it's fair, and I actually thought that uh, Sunday during the Bengals game when we almost went to OT, um, and I thought to myself, I was like, the Chargers very are likely to go down the field and get a touchdown right now, but so are the Bengals, and it just really sucks that the other team doesn't get just a chance to answer.
0: I felt so bad for Burroughs to work that hard and to Mm -hmm. not go into overtime because your kicker misses an easy easy field goal. Like, that's horrible. Yep. Um,
2: another thing... I think, you know what, I really love and respect the NBA, I love Adam Silver, and um, a lot of the things that I would change would probably be for the NFL, so that would be, that would probably be one thing. Another thing I think that I would change would be, how do I say this, I don't, uh, maybe without offending anybody, not you guys, but just any listeners or anything like that, I think that the people in charge are outdated, we need some younger people in front offices. We need younger people. So I feel like not relating to the players, but relating to New the energy. actual structure
1: of the NFL. Yeah, we need, oh, we need people like, to young. Oh, you mean like younger owners or like younger general managers to get more yes in it? Because oh, I yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I would. That's one thing that I would
2: love um, just to see some more diversity uh some more young faces stuff like that um i think what's another thing maybe i don't there's a lot of controversial calls with like pass interference that i know it's hard it's so hard to be a rep and call those and decide when the, the rule applies and when it doesn't but there's just some that like we we gotta just like send them all through training again so i think another thing that i would address that like for the next five years we need to have like a little bit more intense training for refs and um i I might be just bitter and talking about that right now because i'm very upset about the call on aj green on sunday but same thing happened to the cowboys appearance that was not cool yeah that that. and did you guys think the one on jalen ramsey and
1: the cowboys on sunday night i'll answer this first um because i am a Giants fan but i'll be objective I think Jalen Ramsey should get should get an Oscar for best for best actor. He's <laughs> acted so like, even me as a Giants fan while I was rooting for the Rams twin, even I was like I thought honestly it was defensive passing the Ferris because Ramsey was the one that initiated the contact first. So but I had no idea it was offensive. Honestly I think that was a soft call. I don't it's either it's either defensive or no call or just let him play. I would just let him play. Yeah, yeah, that's
0: that's how it usually is and uh, offensive pass interference is so rare. It almost it almost never happens, so maybe that's why Gallup thought that he would, you know, but sometimes I think if it's under 2 minutes, you un, uh, unless it's blatant. If it's blatant, call it. But if it's under 2 minutes, you got to let it play.
2: I agree um so yeah that's another thing i'm trying to think of something that i'd want to change about the nba that would be for the next five years and i i think something that i would love to change about the nba is i love the idea of the bubble i love the idea of the bubble and i'd love if we could make it so that like playoffs or maybe like a couple of the series happened in the bubble but with fans allowed and
0: but that is not a bubble though Yeah, that's your, yeah. but I I mean
2: I mean more where um, you're not the players aren't traveling from city to city and home court advantage
1: Oh is like a really oh, like super bowl. Like oh like a Super Bowl where everyone's in like one neutral style. Uh, I, I yeah. So
2: I I would love if the NBA like built a program where let's just say for example, for the sake of the example that they're like, Okay, um Next year, or 2021, the Eastern Conference
0: Finals are all taking place in Orlando. All, and also like what baseball's doing now. Yeah, and it would just be like, fans are allowed to come, fans are
2: allowed to buy tickets to the game, but you know what, one night you might go see the Raptors and the Celtics play, and then the next night you're going to go see... The Bucks in the Heat play, and it's in the same area, and all the teams are there. I just think that would be a really cool.
1: So well, that would be dope. I'd be yeah. for it. I, I, I'd actually would make a trip down. Before you continue, um, I do have some news. The NBA, the NF MLB is thinking about doing a bubble for next year's postseason. So I just want to put that in there. But the, the MLB yeah. is thinking the exact same thing. That they want their playoffs to be in neutral side. Like the first wild card games are going to be in like the opponents like home. Like an opponent home plate, in home play, but then afterwards they want to have the rest of the be being like the, a bubble going forward.
0: So, so yeah, I yeah, think that would yeah, yeah, MLB. yeah, be doing that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah, think yeah, that yeah. would be incredible. Houston, if Rob Texas, California. <laughs> yeah, that would be, and it, yeah. it's kind of
2: like it's kind of like March Madness, something like that. But I think that Rob Manfred is. I, you know, the MLB. I don't know. It's just kind of like tired and boring sometimes. So if he could pull this off, I think that that would be really awesome, and I think that it could attract a lot of fans. Um, and I think that th- that would be like revolutionary for baseball, honestly, and especially for other leagues to follow behind his footsteps. I think that would be so
0: awesome. They're they're only doing it for the money. That's that's the only reason why they're doing it.
1: What else would you do it for?
2: Uh, well, think about this, like, think about if the NBA does it, and then all of a sudden teams are able to host, like, fan zone events, and everything that whole week or two weeks or three weeks is all just geared towards the fans, and different events, and different bars for the fans, and stuff like
0: that, that is just a money-making machine, if you ask me, all fans that, trust, that yeah, bump that economy oh.
1: right up. <laughs> just remember, guys, it's all subject to players' approval. Because for this to happen, the players have to agree upon it. Just like for the MLB, the only way expansion postseason is agreed upon is if the players agree. And if the players don't agree, it ain't happening. Because unlike the NBA, the MLB's
0: players' union is the strongest union there is. Yeah. So, All right, so what, 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 what would be your second and third rule for the NBA? Yeah.
2: NBA, Um. what else? Uh, a rule that I think is stupid in the NBA is, uh, well, not stupid, but I would just change and be like, it's not that big of a deal. Um, when players are hanging on the rim, <laughs> like it's fine, as long as they're not breaking it. But <laughs> there was a game actually during the bubble when Dwight Howard hung on it a little too long and the, the rim got lopsided. They had to bring out people to fix it. So <laughs> I guess I get it, but it's, not everybody's oh, hanging on but, the you I'm a hanging on the rim guy. I love, I love them. when they hang on the rim. I think it's so funny just in your
1: face. Here you go. I'm the type of person, Kamish, where I, I would dunk on your face, hang on the rim, and let you know I dunked on your face. And I, exactly. <laughs> Me too. Me
2: too.
0: What's number three?
2: Number three, hmm, I don't know, I really, like I said, I really respect the NBA, I like the NBA, and a funny thing, is growing up, I always, since I was a little girl, have wanted to work for an NFL team, like my dream job is when I retire, I want to retire from an NFL team, and it's always been that, but I want to say about the past year to two years, I I've kind of like switched, and I'm like, I think I want to do an NBA team. I don't, know, I don't know what happened, but recently the NBA has just crept up on me, and I really just respect them, and I think it's the most fun league. I think that they market well, and, I mean, the game's exciting to watch. So, I don't know. I don't know what, what would be something that you guys would change.
1: Well, here's the thing for me, um, Kamish. Um, I – for me, I would – if I were to change – It's weird because the only sport that I really, I love to death is hockey. I'm a big NHL fan. Um, But if we're talking about the NBA, I think the NBA is really not much to change about the NBA. I mean, maybe you could like lighten up on like... um, about maybe you can lighten up on like some of the fouls being called that are kicky-tacky and let the players. Yeah, be. I do love the fact that the, that the NBA are letting the players be themselves and let them off and market teams. Like who would have thought like teams like Milwaukee and Oklahoma City would have have a market now and everything yeah. is all on an equal playing field. So the so the NBA it, 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 it's really hard to change. The NFL, however. Um, over time, I agree. I would change that. I personally, I'm going to. I know Nick's not going to like what I'm about to say, but I'm going to do it anyway. Oh I wanna, I'm going to expand the postseason and do one through eight. I'm going one through eight, baby. I want one through eight. And, if that, and I want to get rid of conferences. I want to get rid of division and go straight conferences, baby. One through
0: eight. That would be cool. That would be really cool. You are an awful I human being. Human being.
1: See, you see, you see, Camish. You see, he, I knew, you were be, <laughs> you, you, you I knew he was gonna be. I love that idea. I want the, I want Forget the buys, screw the buys. I want and screw the division. Divisions don't mean nothing. I want one to eight. I want the same model that the NBA is doing. I want one to eight. So I want that. And the oh, third thing—that would be so interesting. And think, and think about it. Think about this. You're, you, that means any you given you know, give Sunday. I mean, remember, the Eagles lost to a team with no name. Like, mm-hmm. like, like the, the Cardinals beat the 49ers. I want, like, let's just say the Chiefs are playing the Jets. Now, we all know the Jets stink. But let's just say the Jets, you know, they, they, this Sunday they got lucky. Could you imagine the upset that an 8-seed beat the 1-seed? You know how great You're that I'm all for that. And the last thing I want, I do want, and I want for the playoffs, I do want, I do want, I want the championship game to be neutral sites. I oh want championship games to be neutral sites. I want the AFC NFC to be all neutral, and I want, and I want to be no home field no advantage. All crowds come in, it don't matter who you're rooting for, I want good football,
0: so I'm all for that. Nick, well, go ahead. well, James, thank you for killing the National Football League. Um it's 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 no longer the top league in sports. It's the ra- the ratings have skyrocketed down, no one's caring. It's all love and whatnot and kindness. So so uh, before wait, also, also quickly before you go, um I want A T and getting people. Men can do Oh my god. Alright, now you're trying to kill people out here. Wow. Wow. Um, so, be- before I do my three rules, I, w- I, w- I want to explain overtime. One, each two teams has four quarters of six series each quarter to try to win the game. Okay? Um, with overtime, and the big complaints have came when the Patriots beat the Chiefs, right? And, and everyone was saying, oh, poor Patrick Mahomes never got to touch the football. Poor Matt Ryan in the Super Bowl never got to touch the football. But because I know the rest of the world is full of hate, and they have hate in their heart. If those two situations would have happened to Tom Brady, nobody would have cared. Nobody would have said, oh, the GOAT didn't get to touch the football. Tom Brady didn't get to touch the football. But because it happened to Mahomes and Matt Ryan, and who did both of those guys just happen to play those games? That's right, the Patriots. So that's that's what happened. Listen, if you, if, if you want Mahomes to get the ball, hey, you should have held the Patriots to a field goal. You didn't want the Falcons. You didn't want the Falcons to blow a 25-point lead. Hey, defense. You should have made some stops. Offense, you should have ran the ball. I have no sympathy whatsoever. And yes, if the Patriots were now, now so far the Patriots haven't had that opportunity to wear that, to wear that rule holds them. So, so maybe that's also why I feel this way. But if if the Patriots lost the game because of that overtime rule. I wouldn't be upset because they had four quarters of opportunities to win the game. And again, if if they wanted to get the ball over team, maybe, maybe maybe the defense don't let that team go hundred yards. Just just maybe. Um. So here's here's my three. Number one. As long as it's not an offensive message, I want complete freedom of pregame and postgame T-shirts. To spread messages uh, yeah, of awareness, sure. or for charity, or I'm playing for, you know, the Irish Catholic High School League or something like that, and then uh-huh. all those proceeds, you know, what both what both teams' players wore, the coaches, ev- every everybody who's NFL official, all those proceeds go to go to charity. So if like if you spent. If you spent two grand on, on you know, um, Joe Burrow's cleats, all that two grand will go straight, straight, straight to whatever was on Burrow's cleats. You know, and so that's one thing I was like, as, as long as it's nothing hateful, right? It it can't be anything against the police, it can't be any, anything against the president, it, you know, it can't be stuff like that. It has to be a real true good message or a charity or a writ or, you know... Something where yeah. where it's not crossing lines. Um. Number two would be, and it has to be earned, but it kind of goes with your, you know, bringing up the spots in the front offices. Except I want to see more women and I want to see more minorities, you know, as, as long as they're qualified to do so. Because uh-huh. cause truthfully they're not. They're not yeah. getting the opportunities, and as long as that's happening, it's not fair. Like, like even 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 when you look at ESPN, right? If if you look at the majority shows on there, most most of the women either are the moderators, to where they're listening to the producers to go to commercial, or or they're trying to stop one of them from talking, right? So yeah. it's it's the very few women like. Like, like me and the Kimes who just got on NFL Live, you know. But most, most of those women aren't like that. They're, they're hosted positions. And that, that's kind of foul. Like, you know, they're, they're more than that. And, you know, you can't try to tell me that the NFL is really trying when you don't have a lot of head coaches or vice presidents or GMs as minority, so that, that's one thing I would like to change, um, and that's, that's one small good thing the Washington football franchise did, was hiring yeah. Julie Donaldson to, that was one of their first new hires to try to start cleaning up stuff, so that's good, but I, w- I want to see more of that, it, it, it just can't be because your owner allowed men to harass women, you know, for, for over a decade, yeah. um. It, it has to be for real and yeah. and number 3 uh probably goes along with the rest to where not only just back back to basics um for certain games like it 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 just can't be if you call a certain amount of games you get that position like 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 for 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 for, for all playoff rounds pass all call round Division round, title game, Super Bowl—it has to be the best refs. It just can't be because Bill has ten years in the league, and, and that's for all sports: World Series, Stanley Cup, and NBA Finals. You have to be the absolute best because as higher the games go, it's it's bigger the stakes. So it can't be it can't be some guy with with three three years in the league just because he's never missed a game. Or just because he has a high success rate of this penalty or that penalty, blah blah blah. You no, know, you have to be, you have to be really, really exceptional and really good. Because sometimes you get a guy who maybe has 10, ten years in the league, but maybe but maybe the guy with five is, is a better ref than him. But because he has ten years in the league, he'll he'll get to be in the Super Bowl. Why? And then and then he makes a call that no one likes. So that's 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 my thoughts.
2: Yeah, I agree with that. I actually think that is a very good point. I think every everything that both of you have said are both great points, and I think that um, yeah, the teams that have already right now hired women to help coaches, whether it's just like assistant coaches or, um, I mean, yeah, I don't. Obviously, they're not putting these women in high positions, and the sad reality is that sometimes it's just because they're only doing it to be able to say like, hey, look, Florida. we have women and we're changing the face of coaching, but realistically, they're not putting them in these super prominent positions, but I do think that it is a start, I don't think it's enough, I think that it's a start, but I, I agree that I would love to see more women and minorities hired into levels that are able to affect and bring change to the game because, as we know, the NFL is kind of known as this, like, old league and they need they need somebody to come in and spruce it up a little bit. And just, it's, it's the most popular because everybody loves football. And, and I think that they may be scared of change, but I think that change could bring even more fans. So, I mean, especially me being a woman, I'm like, please, I have more <laughs> I need that too. And, uh,
1: so I got to say, um, Kamish, um, you know, the fact that you... The weapon and bangles and the fact that you you're so knowledgeable of your sport, of all the sports that you love and you cover it makes you just think you off awesome. We need more women to have that passion because there are a whole bunch of women out there. And I'm gonna be honest before Twitter, before Twitter, I'll be completely honest. Growing up, most of the women that I knew, and this is just from my experiences, sports, ugh, I don't care. Like oh my, ugh. you know, yeah. and, and, and they look at me like. Ugh, typical guy. Ugh. And then, once I started using social media, it's like, oh, there are women that know their sports, and I know a lot better than most guys do, and that's a fact. Like, this girl, Jackie Redmond, she works for the NHL, and she, and I'll admit it, she knows more hockey than I do, and I'm like, and Nick like, I'm, the biggest, I'm the biggest hockey fan you will ever find, and... Just and to go back to your original point about the bubble, because I know you want to get back to that. I personally love the bubble. I think the bubble is fantastic, and the NBA has done a really good job. And like, even though there are no fans, it doesn't. It never felt like there's no fans. Like it, it felt like a regularly intense playoff game. And I give the players a lot of credit for the sacrifices they made and going away from their families. To commit to the bubble, I give to, I give Commissioner um, Silver credit for for doing this. I give the Play Association, of course, Michelle Roberts, and Chris Paul, and all of these guys. I give them credit for making for staying in this bubble in Orlando. And honestly, from what you and I love it, and I hope that the NBA adopts this bubble mentality going forward because I think it'll be a good idea to like have actual fans come in and then. You'll, you'll drive revenue like crazy because you know that the NBA is king. It's like one of the top three global sports in all the world. And you'll yeah. be able to attract more people. And I love the bubble. Nick, what's I your thoughts
0: on the NBA bubble? I think it's been really well. You know, they spent... The reason why it's been so well is they gave the players no option for it not to be well, right? they're making yeah. everything accessible to them. So, when you make that happen, when you say, "Okay, listen. We're we're basically giving you per, personal assistance whatever you want, whatever you need. You let us know." You know, you know they they have food choices, they had stuff for shopping. They 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 even built a mock barber shop to where if you so cool. if you if you play NBA 2K that's exactly what the barbershop looked like. So they they gave them everything. That's what that that's what you need to do. It's 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 just like just like if you have a kid in, you know, second grade and you want him to get good grades, you say, "Hey, if you get this amount of good grades I, when you report card, we'll take you to Toys R Us." You know? So it's stuff like that you know, mod- modifications like that does help. Um, you know, can 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 this be done through a whole eighty two game season? Definitely not. You know, maybe maybe something, you know, just, just for playoffs until hopefully a vaccine comes and hopefully hopefully bubbles like this will never have to happen again because if if it's a bubble, it means we're not gonna be in the building. You know? So yeah. so that's that's one thing that that just has to hopefully get corrected. And it just goes to show us that us as people, we were dirty people. We were being in people's personal spaces. We were, we were maybe not washing hands as much. We, we, we were maybe not paying attention. And, you know, coronavirus now kind of opened up to everybody's eyes, which, which as, of, as of last year, we're never, we're never going to get that kind of normal again. So this is our new normal. And we'll just have to th- think about this, how how bad times were these past six, seven, eight months, and to just remember that going forward.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think that the sad part of a bubble happening again would mean that things haven't come back to normal, but I do think that... I mean, like I said earlier, I think that I could build a whole business plan around the NBA bubble for playoffs. And I think that it would be really cool whether fans were allowed or not. And I think that I, I've loved – watching the players in the bubble there's specifically a twitter um account called nba bubble life you may have heard of and he just or she i'm not really sure who runs it to be honest but they just repost all content coming out of the bubble that whether it's coming from players whether it's coming from youtube channels whether it's coming from espn Bleacher Report, the team's direct accounts whatever they just they post everything happening on there and i've spent hours on that twitter before and just from somebody that like went to school for journalism and as a part of this like content world, sometimes I look at that and I'm like, there is so many things. I mean, not to take away from basketball, but there's so many things that can be accomplished in that bubble. And I think it would be really cool if they were able to implement that again and find a way to work fans into it. And obviously it's not the entire season and maybe we play out the whole season the way that it's always been played, but then at the very end, we do a bubble and nobody really has home court advantage, but it allows fans from all over the world to fly in and participate in all these really cool fan events and maybe like media things and maybe like players are down to do meet and greet stuff like that. Just anything to bring fans closer to the players. And I just think that there's so much room for opportunity. Um, a really special thing to me about sports has always been the stories behind players and who players really truly are so I think that aside from the game to me any way to hear more about the players personally or who they are about their families or what they care for what charity they're donating their money to what they do in the off season stuff like that that's always been something that's really intrigued me and I think that the bubble is like a really big market for learning who they are so that was the reason that I really loved the bubble this year, and I didn't think I would, but
1: you know what?
0: Big fan. Just now is the first time I heard about that Twitter account, so 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 I just followed it. Um, a a podcast to where besides our ours of course that I think you would be interested in is it's called Support Women in Sports Podcast, and Ooh, I'm gonna go look. And they just basically look to talk to all women and try to lift them up. So far, they've had about six episodes, um, 30 okay. minutes long each, and it's a very, very good podcast.
2: Okay, I'm pulling my Twitter up. What is it called?
0: Support, Support Women in Sports. Women in Sports.
1: Okay, cool. I'm going to give them a follow. I'd love to hear it. It was fantastic. I would closely recommend it. Now... I will be now. Nah, let's also stick with the NBA. Um, Fred Van Vliet is awesome. That fan says yeah. that, that Fred Van Vliet is a champion. Fred Van Vliet should not go
2: to the Knicks. Please call <laughs> me off <up> the <laughs> Hey, I thought it was like, a, like a big, big contract, right?
1: It was twenty-two million. It's 22. Um, I saw that. I, I, I looked at that. I was like, wait a minute. I, I have to double pick triple take I'm like at first I was like the Knicks can't be this stupid then I was like wait a minute it's of course they can be this stupid please call me off the ledge please call me off the ledge because I, I love that bamboo I think he's awesome I, I think love the bench player
0: <laughs> I
1: am not giving him twenty two million dollars he is not worth twenty two million dollars let the Pistons give him twenty two million dollars oh, sure.
0: let the Bucks give
1: him $22 million. Not the Knicks. The Knicks do not need a guy like that for $22 million. No. That's a lot of money. That is a lot, a lot of money. What? <laughs> and, I mean, you know
2: what? I, I'm i a Kings fan, so I'm with you on sitting there looking at the laptop thinking, what the hell is my team doing? Um,
1: wow. What? Yeah, I, don't,
2: I don't know. I, I don't... That would be insane, and I mean, I think that would mean that the Knicks are expected to try to build a whole new team around him. But, I mean, $22 two million—that's that's a hefty, large amount of money that you're going to give just that one player. And, I don't
1: know, I think we might have to call I have the office. Uh, I might have to make some phone calls to, uh, oh my God. to World Wide West and... And Leon Rosen, like, listen, listen, listen. I know what you're trying to do. And I also heard reports <laughs> that Knicks are also interested in Russell Westbrook. Okay, okay, okay. I I love Russell Westbrook. I certain my heart if they lose the game seven. And I don't know what I'll do it myself. I, I might just cry in the corner, which would be awful. The <laughs> Yankees, the Yankees have proven to me that they're able to get to low World in ten years. So I, I I got two options. That's all I got.
0: I, that's all I have. Those are the two got shot. You wanna talk about misery? Listen. Oh my God. I, I haven't you know, seen I haven't it's seen the Yankee World Series in over ten years, alright? I haven't seen I haven't seen a Patriots Super Bowl since twenty eighteen, alright? it's, oh it's, it's, it's been over a bad. year. It's, it's 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 been it's been over a year a little rough. A little and rough.
1: Weeping. Me and the commissioner weeping at your misery. You should. Oh, man, let's see the you should. It's, 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 no,
0: it's it. been a while. It's been a while. And, fun. uh... Let, let
2: me tell you guys about my misery. Let what? me tell you guys. Because the Bengals haven't won a playoff game since before I was born. Okay? So, I oh, wasn't lady. even that's born... That's was <laughs> <laughs> and... You know what, that's been rough, that's been really hard for me, and it's okay because we have Joey B now, but Go, my other rough? team, Go. the Sacramento Kings, have not won a championship since also
0: before I was born, so I don't want to hear it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's see, totally see, weird. see, like, what baseball, confused man? me? What confused me?
2: Yeah, I'm okay. actually a San Francisco Giants
0: fan, which sucks
2: right now, really fun. You've seen three championships in six years. You have that. Yeah, that that was incredible. That was a really great time. But like I said, baseball was like, which is funny because before this, I used to work on a baseball show. But baseball is like, I enjoy it. I love going to baseball games. But when I'm getting home and there's NBA, NFL, and MLB on the TV, I'm not picking MLB, let me tell you. But being a Giants fan and actually still living up in Northern California, during
0: their run was incredible. Well, well, since you're a Giants fan, you you should definitely listen to our episode Friday. You're uh, you're gonna like that episode. Um. Oh, I will. That that that's the, that's the most choose for that one. But what confused me is you're a Bengal fan, but why do you got the Bills as your header? I, I, I thought you were a Bills fan the whole entire time. That is funny
2: because a bunch of people probably think that, that don't actually look at my profile, but, um, Tredavious White, which is the guy that is my header, she is just a very awesome person, I think, overall. I think he's really cool, and the way that I first found out about him, um, was last year during that game when he picked up the um, coach's play cards and he was trying to read their plays, and I just thought it was hilarious. Um, that was the first time I heard about him. And then uh, a little bit earlier in the year, um, I found his Twitter somehow because there was somebody that tweeted about saying that they saw the name Tredavious on uh App and a uh, job application, they were like, I would never hire somebody with that name, and he quote-tweeted it and said, like, shame on you, and said, like, all his accomplishments, and I remember thinking, like, this guy is awesome. I'm so glad that he said this, and I went to his profile, and I put two and two together that it was the same guy that made me laugh last season and then tweeted this, and then... Over time, like, I've just looked into more and more of who he is, and he just seems like he's such an amazing person. And he ended up as my header because my header is always kind of, like, funny memes. Um... But, I don't know, I really like him, and he's a very cool person. Um, but, yeah, I just thought that was the funniest thing when the ref is trying to snag it out of his hand and he's, like, <laughs> pretending to read it. it was so funny
1: to me. I, I do have a serious question, and we're having a good time, but I do got to be a little bit serious for a moment. And we were discussing about dysfunctional teams like the Knicks and... And you remember? You remember? Told me your boyfriend's an Eagles fan, and it got me reminding you of the Washington Football Team. Now, yeah. one of the things about the Washington Football Team is obviously you know about the scandal and what and the affairs of what Dan Snyder and his people have done to these women, which is absolutely disgraceful. Um, yeah. Two-part question. Number one, going you with like. Luckily, I'm glad that this has not happened to you, and I'm glad. But number one. How would you handle the Washington football situation? And number two, how would you handle if you're commissioner of, of the NBA of the NFL NBA handle any owner who is just that awful, that incompetent? How would you handle that situation? I would so. It's when I found
2: out that all these allegations came out against him and that nothing had been done um, and when I say nothing I mean that it should have been like publicly posted everywhere that he was under investigation that these allegations were being taken seriously I think that the second that he came under fire Roger Goodell had the job and the opportunity to come out and say the NFL does not stand for this and even if he is a team Owner, his apology will not be enough, and we need to do something about this. And I just think that I there wasn't enough. I mean, okay, how do I say this? I don't believe in media frenzy or causing a huge problem where it's not needed or bringing bad press to you. But I think that that was an opportunity for Goodell to. Just really come out and show that he is against that, and he didn't do that whatsoever. I didn't ever feel like, okay, those women are being supported, just because he was told that the nfl was taking over the investigation and that he spoke to goodell and figuring this out that doesn't tell us anything as fans and it doesn't tell us anything as women and i think that right away the nfl should have been open and honest and transparent with the investigation and i mean i don't think that he should still be a team owner right now i think that he should have been taken out of that position and i understand there's a lot of money involved and really money runs everything but as a commissioner i just think that you need to put the reality of it in front and he had a really good opportunity to say hey i don't know this and instead he just sat back and
0: kind of let it happen which i thought was very disappointing you know what it is it's it's like he's hand tied right because it's it's one of his bosses You know, if he was like a GM or a VP, I think he would have been fired two, three weeks ago. And then it's like, right? His punishment is, all right, Daniel, you're losing your team. Here's $2 billion. Thank you. Thank you for letting your people harass women. Thank you for letting here is $2 billion. Now, now go have fun and relax, you know, and. And it's like, this has been going on since 2006. And yeah. the fact that, for me, you can give me $2 million. If I know you raped Jenna in, in accounting, I don't care if you give me $5 billion. My, my My conscience is not worth that. How could, how could any of them live with themselves... Knowing that something horrific was going on. And they didn't say anything to take a payday. Or to maybe not get fired. Are you out of your mind? Like like for all we know. Daniel Snyder was in his office. and In the office next to him. Some, some girl was crying. Begging for it to stop. And he's just sitting there on his laptop. Or, or, or counting his money. And it's like what's going on here? What are we doing? So no, no matter who you are. If right let's let's say you go into the office and, and and you're wearing a short skirt, you should be allowed to wear that skirt and feel perfectly comfortable. Pe- people go to work to get a paycheck, not to be at the club, not to be on their phone, not not to harass women, not to try to hook up in the bathroom. You are there from nine to five or from 12 to eight or whenever you are there for to earn a paycheck. I, I don't know how society gets so comfortable to to try to justify treatment like that, and it just. Well, I also they, think that all the other owners in the NFL. I mean, the sad part is that uh, many of them probably have skeletons in their closets
2: as well. But I just think the problem is that two. Too often there's not enough people willing to speak up, and if there was more owners maybe saying, hey, we don't stand for this, we don't want one of our peers, even if you're worth $2 billion being a part of this, There, there's always enough words that can be said to at least make somebody feel like you care enough to try and ignite change, and I didn't feel that that was coming from anybody, and it's just sad that money was able to kind of cover all this up because you know what, it was a big story for a couple of days and now it's just kind of swept under the rug again. And even though they're doing this investigation and blah, 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 like I bet you that at the end of the season, nothing really ends up coming out of this. And I don't think that it's right that these types of people are sitting in the, these positions
1: of power. It's really unfortunate. I I couldn't agree more. And it's funny because, correct me if I'm wrong, maybe to not disagree, didn't Mark Cuban
0: have a scandal as well? Maybe not to yeah, disagree disc- didn't he, yeah, didn't Cuban, Commissioner, help me out. Didn't Cuban
1: have a scandal like that a couple, a couple of years ago? And one thing yeah. that I liked what Adam Silver did, the first thing he did, he took over David Stern. The Donald Sterling thing happened. He got, him, he got him out of there. I don't know why that commissioner couldn't do it. He got out of there. It's a the racial which we will not repeat. He got him out of there. I I, I don't know why commissioner couldn't do that. And, and, and you're right. There are skeletons in a lot of these commissions. I don't want to be that guy, but I'm going to say commissioner because I don't care. You got a lot of... And I'm being as nice as I can Old dudes in the old boys club Who cares about their boys Who are going to make sure their boys Are protected Because I promise you That anything new They would not stand for it They would not stand for it I really think that It goes back to what you said earlier in the show We need some new young bloods running the show, because I feel like the more younger we get in the NFL, probably the NBA, too, too, to an extent, but definitely the NFL, then I thought the NBA the NFL could grow even more, and I think that's the biggest problem. The old boys club
0: want, we want the status quo. We don't want change. We don't want this. No. Change?
1: Get out of here. No. And also... I want to get your thoughts here. What's your thoughts on the sports fans that say, why does sports and politics have to go be
2: involved? Why are politics involved in my sport? What's your thoughts on that? Oh, gosh. Those are the Those people drive me up the wall. I literally cannot handle it. And it's, it's so frustrating to me because I think that they're so what is going on, into what is happening, into what the actual message is that they just are, like, spewing things that make no sense. And my favorite are the people that are come out and they're like, oh, the NBA is wearing N-racism shirts? Thank you. I'm never watching again. Goodbye. I'm no longer a season ticket holder. I'm like, okay, bye. We don't care. We don't see people like you around here because that mentality is the mentality that's not helping anybody change. And I also understand I don't want... I don't want politics in sports, as in, I don't want, during the press conferences, somebody asking Kawhi Leonard what he thinks about Donald Trump. I don't want politics in sports, and I, I don't want anybody asking Joe Burrow, after he plays a football game, what he thinks about the election. I don't want politics in sports that way, but I do think that players have a right to use their voice, whether it is on pregame shirts, post-game outfits, um, when it comes to sharing on their own social media platforms, if a player wants to be vocal about what his feelings are, then he is very welcome to do so, because he is still a human at the end of the day, and I just hate when people say, like, basketball is to watch sports, basketball is for entertainment, but it's like, well, these people are real humans, and they have a right to their opinions as well, and so... I just think that it's a very, very fine line, and I don't want to see politics in sports either, but I think that politics comes into sports when somebody can't understand the difference between wearing an end-racism shirt and not wearing an end-racism shirt. Let them wear that shirt. Let them voice it. Um, When it comes to the kneeling or not kneeling, I think that that whole argument is honestly tired. Um... I'm a huge fan of Colin Kaepernick. I praise him and I love that man. But I think that, like, after the game on Monday night, the announcers were saying, oh, and by the way, um, the Steelers did not kneel, but these players did. And it just bothered me so much. And I actually yelled out loud to my TV. I said, who cares? Really? Who cares? Like, the fact that they all had to take time out of their broadcast to sit here and tell us the Individual names of each player that when. I, I just felt that was so frustrating to me, and the sad part is that I don't think anybody really knows how to navigate this area because it's such we're such a sensitive society right now. Um, and I, I do, I want to keep politics out of sports, but the people that like make it their main mission to be so angry about it and boycott and this and that, I just think that they're in over their head and they just don't understand what the
0: true issues are. I, I agree. A couple last questions before we get you out of here. Um, the other day, Maria, Te- Maria Taylor had the fantastic opportunity to host Monday Night Football. And her outfit showed a little bit of shoulder. It wasn't a hooker outfit. It wasn't. It wasn't a slutty outfit. It was a nice, respectable outfit. But it showed a little shoulder. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Chicago radio host Dan McNeely suggests that her outfit was was appropriate for adult film awards. What's your thought on some old angry man trying to talk down about a woman who's trying to climb up the social? I hate
2: when um, men try to do this, honestly, because what a woman wears to work really should be based on what she feels comfortable in, what she feels confident in, and I, as a woman myself, I don't want anybody to point out my outfits, I don't want anybody to feel bad for me because I'm a woman, I want to be looked at as an equal, so, When somebody is taking the time to point out what you're wearing or whether your outfit is appropriate or not or comparing it to something else, that is them showing us that in their minds, whether a female or a male is doing that job, it's still not equal because if it was a male, And what he was wearing, it wouldn't ever be commented on. And I think that the thing that bothers me wouldn't even be the comments made. It's the fact that the comment is even being made in the first place. It shows that it's not an even playing field, which we all know, but it's just sad and hard. And at the end of the day, it shouldn't matter what we decide to wear for these things. I understand it should be appropriate, but I don't think it needs to be commented on. And also, who. Who gets to decide what is appropriate and what isn't appropriate? You know, and that that's really stupid that he would even take the time to do that and comment on that, especially and like yeah, I just
0: think he's wrong. And this oh, is wow. also this is also the second Dan in the past six weeks because because before that Dan I think Borello or Borelli went 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 to a woman's. Pr- Instagram, her own Instagram, and because she had pictures of herself in the bikini, apparently that means she can't talk about sports. Because how how can you post pictures like that and talk about sports? So 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 he wanted to take the initiative to 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 bring that out on Twitter, and 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 he trended for like a full two days.
2: So I do have
1: one last one and I promise we'll end it with rapid fire to get you out of here. I promise. I Not promise right. it won't be um, long. Obviously the, obviously the entertainment world took a Big loss with the loss of Chadwick Boseman. Um, I want to know, A, where were you when you heard the news and B? What were your thoughts about losing a legend such as Boseman, who played Jackie, who played Robinson in 42, and was iconically in the Black Panther? What were your thoughts on that? So, where was I? I was at home, and I don't
2: remember why I hadn't been on my phone. Um, that day. I just like, hadn't been on my Twitter for a little while and I opened up my Instagram for the first time in hours and it was the first post that popped up and it was from ABCLA. Had posted a photo of him and it said rest in peace um, and so on and I remember I looked at it and I, just, I didn't believe it. Like I couldn't grasp it. Um, and then I went to Twitter, and I, I was looking at all these other places, and I just could not believe what I was seeing. It honestly broke my heart, because I feel like she was such an awesome... Hero to so many people, and all, all the roles I he played—not only Jackie Robinson, but also Black Panther—have been so moving and legendary for so many people. And he's done it so well with such grace. And the fact to later find out that he was actually battling cancer for most of the time that he was playing all these roles, it was really inspiring to me, to be honest. And it—it it was hard, but it—it it kind of felt like when Kobe passed away. When Kobe passed away, it was just like. I felt cheated because there's so much wisdom that has come from the both of them that you wanted more of. And it was just like this fountain of wisdom that every quote after every interview or just things that they would say, the ways that they carried themselves, you always wanted to kind of be like them. So when I found out, it just kind of, it was like a kick in the gut because it's not only he was an amazing actor but not only that he was an amazing human and it's hard to think like wow that person that was setting such a great example for so many people and that from time to time you think like I want to be like him I want to strive to act more like him and then all of a sudden he's gone and it it just makes it so hard to think like well now where do I turn to or now who's that person that's going to be able to do that for us now and um, yeah, that was that was really heartbreaking. It was really sad. He was a very incredible person.
1: Um, that was a hard one. Yeah, and um, fun fact before we get to rapid fire, um, in two thousand eighteen Kobe Bryant and Chadwick Bozeman met, um Kobe Bryant won an Oscar for Dear basketball and Bozeman was, was was in was where Black Panther was nominated for um Best Picture. And Kobe and Bozeman spoke and Kobe told Bozeman, let's work on a project together in two years' time. Yeah, that oh. that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that Kobe is. Little, little did they know. How did they know Kobe had an unfortunate helicopter accident and Bozeman? We never knew. We never knew. And Bozeman even tweeted when Kobe passed about about how acting, like, even though he never it, he felt like he did because. Kobe told the to Bozeman, "I'm no longer a basketball player. I'm now an artist." And we were yeah. gonna, we were robbed of what we're
0: going to be the next phase of their lives. But now we're going to get to some fun stuff. We're going to end with rapid Hold, hold, so hold on hold on be be before rapid. And this is something that wasn't mentioned and it should be. What's what was your thoughts of the bubble? Oh, the
2: WNBA bubble. Yes. Yeah. I think. So I don't know if you guys saw, but I very recently started getting to the WNBA. I had posted, I was like, who should I become a fan of? And I let people kind of help me decide who to pick. And I really, to be honest, wanted to go with the Seattle Storm. But um, my sister lives in Seattle, and I, I saw that they have been winning. I like their logo. I'm like, I kind of, you know what, I kind of want to go for them. But... Um, people convinced me to stick to the L.A. Sparks since I live in L.A., so I would like to claim out loud on here that I am a L.A. Sparks fan. But um, I think that the WNBA bubble, it has been, what is the right word, maybe kind of overshadowed by the NBA bubble. Uh, And I saw, I don't know if you guys saw, but in the very beginning, um, there was some WNBA players on social media sharing like, oh wow, the NBA players are complaining about their food that actually looks
0: good, but we're staying in motels. Um, did you those see pictures, like those, those really pictures were so there. horrible. We, we, I, I, I did a full 20 minute rant on oh, yeah, on yeah. one of the episodes yeah. because that's yeah. something the NBA would never Ever, ever have ever. to deal with like like there, there was mouse traps there's cockroaches there's filth yep. in the laundry room the beds the uh, beds the beds look like whatever color was supposed to be white is not white and looked disgusting the food look like dehydrated trash it looks like the kind of food you get at a home shelter on thanksgiving and another thing an, an, another thing that I think has to be better for one day and one day only, the NBA showed unity they wore the orange hoodies, but that's yep. it. they got to do more, do more. and because, because yeah you, you always hear so many jokes. you know you know like when the WNBA didn't play those two days, oh the six fans are so disappointed. Like, like, it's bad enough, it's bad enough, the pay, the pay amount is not even close. Like, 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 the minimum, the minimum for NBA players is millions. The minimum for the WNBA is maybe, is maybe like 25, 30K. So, you know, of course I get it because it's more ratings, but the if, if if you see more NBA helping the WNBA, which they should because it's basically it's basically their 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 sister school right so mm-hmm, if they yeah. help them more maybe more people would care and that's why it also really sucked that Kobe died because Kobe would have yeah, done uh, that and he if would not and have
1: if, for that and if
0: people see Kobe caring so that's also something that I think LeBron needs to do because if right, LeBron wants to on on Kobe for the Lakers and whatnot, he should take on that because if people see LeBron James Karen, if if LeBron James wrote right now, look at the WNBA or follow the WNBA, etc., etc. There would be four thousand retweets, likes, just like that, and I bet you the WNBA the would get the biggest rating they've had in years.
1: Hey, I agree. Nice. I promise you the guys this, that they would probably have an equal combination if not slightly better than the NBA combination. I know Kobe would not stand for that. I know that for a fact. So, and, and I'm going to say there are probably some WNBA players that could definitely be some current NBA players, and, I'm, and I stand by it. Especially those <laughs> Knicks. Let's let's, let's let's look at some fun stuff. Let's go into rapid fire. Since so right I you a Bengals fan, and I'm going yes. to ask you some Bengals rapid fire questions. And you're going to give me some answers off the top of your head. You ready? Yes. Joe, Joey B. Burrow. Is, how many wins do you expect out of Joey B.?
2: Joe Burrow. This season, specifically?
0: Yeah. This
2: season,
1: specifically.
2: This season, I'm shooting... Well, I, I was shooting for seven. And I'm an, I'm actually going to stick to seven. I know you're going to think I'm crazy, but once he gets to his groove, I think it's going down.
1: No, well, oh listen, you can you you can get your seven. You, you're just going to get an L against the Giants, but you can get your seven. That's fine. Oh, but, oh God, okay. We're going
2: to talk that day. Don't you worry. Listen, listen,
1: listen. That you, you followed me already. You followed me, Black Bear Fifty Two. When that day comes, actually, you know what? Before I continue, I would like to make a bet with you. Okay. Um. Obviously, both teams are in rebuilding. How about this? Whoever loses that game, because I can easily get myself a Bengals jersey, has to wear. Has to wear a jersey of the winning team. So if the Giants win, you have to wear a Giants jersey. If the Bengals (laughs) win, I will wear a Bengals jersey, and 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 it will be posted on social media. And I get to pick which player. Yes, yes, you get to pick which player. You can pick okay. any Bengals
0: player you want. Okay, perfect, deal. You have yourself a deal. Go Bengals, yeah. go. <laughs> no, no, anyway, next question. Um,
1: Who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl? Is the, is the Bengals going to have a chance to win the Super Bowl in the next seven years? Yes. Are the ba- are what do you think um uh, what do you think of Joe Mixon personally? I know because of his checkered past, what do you think of him on your team right now? I love him.
2: I think that he is a leader in the locker room. Um, I voiced this a lot last season, but I think that although he does have a pass that was questionable. I think that he's grown a lot from it. I think that he has changed and last season when we were winless, he was always the one that was just had the morale up in the locker room and I love and respect him and my next jersey is
1: going to be a Joe Nixon jersey, I'll tell you that much. Is AJ Green going to be a fangible for the rest of his career? Yes. Okay. Um. Who do you think the Bengals are going to upset? Because you know, at any given Sunday, anyone can get upset.
2: Ooh. Who do I think they're going to upset? Well, let's see. It's a new season. I would always, I would say that I always would love to upset the Steelers because they're the team that I like the least. But realistically, with Bengals Steelers rivalry, whoever wins is never really an upset. Um. I would love to upset. The Ravens, even though they're in the same division, they are obviously a Super Bowl favorite, they're a division first place favorite, I would say that that's going to be the two games, which are in a couple weeks, I believe Um, it might be yeah, uh, yeah, week four, and then at the end of the season as well, I would love to take home wins against the Ravens.
1: Listen, I'm also going to root for you this Thursday when we beat up on the Browns because I I love nothing more than to see Odell Beckham Jr. be upset. And yes, I'm petty. I, I love to, to see Baker
2: Mayfield be upset. I love when they show on the
1: sidelines and he's all pissed off. I, I love it. I'm, I'm uh, well, well, quick. Um, before, last, before i have going to tell you this, I'm also, I'm not much of a petty person, but when you lead my team and you also insult my quarterback, Daniel Jones, I will be a petty individual. So, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> keep crying. I will be a petty son of a gun. Last important question. Um, what is the morale amongst Bengals fans? You talked, you interact with Bengals fans. I know that was a tough loss you had against the Chargers, which I thought you guys had a perfect opportunity to set yourself for a win. How is Bengals fans feeling overall so far? What's the morale amongst Bengals fans?
2: So that is so funny that you ask because I just started this new series called Pep Talks with the Az and Um, I just uploaded the one today, like, moments before we started this, so feel free to check it out after. But basically, Pep Talks with Yaz is this whole joke where I was doing point of view, um, talking to the players. Like, I wanted to pretend that I was talking to the players, the players were sitting there watching this video before their game, but... This week, I noticed after Sunday's loss that there was a lot of negativity on Bengals' Twitter, and fans were so pissed off and frustrated, so my pep talk with you guys today was towards Bengals fans, which is so funny, Um, but I want to say that leading up to the season, the morale was amazing. Everybody, after having such a tough season last year and going 2-14, luckily we ended it on a high note, but... um, after that, it was really hard, and then we got the number one draft pick. Obviously, Joe Burrow joined the team um, during the off season. The Bengals were actually active for once, which they usually aren't really doing much in the off season. So I think that all, as all that was happening, there was a lot of hype being created around the team and specifically around Zach Taylor, um, and just there was a lot of hope that they are actually looking to change things in Cincinnati and so um, I would say that leading up to the season we were all so excited I know the night before we were all like going ham on online but um, after the loss obviously it takes a shot at you and it's never good but I think that we are optimistic and initially right after the field goal was missed there was so many angry fans and so many people that we're just going off about how frustrating it is. And we have a right to be frustrated because we've loved and supported this team for so long. But um, after, once that the dust settled, a lot of people were like, well, AJ looked really good. And Joe Burrow actually drove us down the field 80 yards under pressure um, with under a minute left in the game. And you know what? This looked good. And Gio Bernard looked good. And the defense actually did a really good job against the Chargers. So stuff like that. And I think that, Bengals fans are realizing that it's not going to change overnight, but we're optimistic about the fact that things are getting better. And I'm very excited.
0: Is Um, Pep Talk with the Eyes on YouTube?
1: Pep Talks with the Eyes is on my Twitter. Okay. Okay, um, awesome. Also, just so you know, before we get you out
0: of here, Giants, Bengals, um, November 29th. November 29th, So yeah, Go I Bengals know if you followed me. I know you
1: follow me. Black fifty two. I promise you that day. Prepare for a lot of talking because I promise you, out. if it's going down, I'm a, I'm a Giants fan. You are a Bengals fan. Um, I don't know what it's
0: like to suffer because my team actually won playoff games in this chapter millennium. Just <laughs> <laughs> But uh, you, you. But, uh <laughs> Anna, Anna, that day also too. We we should get you to come on the pod and talk that Bengals yeah, victory.
1: That, say, yes, I I would you, that day. That day. When or loss, we will get you on the podcast and we will recap the game. we will recap the game. So we'll see if Joey B goes off or Daniel Jones and Darius Slayton just eats up that defense. We're gonna find out on that. And we're gonna much. find out, you're right. Absolutely. And always, yeah, Commissioner, yes, yeah, thank you so much. I love the work that you're doing. Keep up the good work. Console your you man so about much. the loss.
0: Console <laughs> your boyfriend that the Flyers are gonna be okay. They just saw it. it's okay to lose to Mr. a <laughs> Mr. Arrogant. Mr.
1: Arrogant. And, and also tell him that it's okay to lose to a team with no name. It, it's perfect Yeah. Oh, man. That is brutal. But you know what?
2: And you know what? I've, so I'm going to just tell you guys this really quickly. I really appreciate talking to you guys. This has actually been so fun. And the conversation has flowed so easily. So I love that. And um, I'm looking forward to doing it again when the Bengals play the Giants. But I've been trying to think of, like, what is my identity going to be? And Commissioner Yaz came from, I'm actually the commissioner of my fantasy football league. But you guys today have kind of, you kind of hyped me up a little bit. I think that Commissioner Yaz just has to stick and this has to be my new identity. I think this might be my new brand. That, that,
0: that should never leave your Twitter. You, you should make t-shirts. You, for whenever you go on a job interview... I'm Commissioner Yaz, how are you
2: doing? I love it, I love to hear it, I appreciate that, you know
1: what, I owe it to y'all. Let's say, Um, uh, uh, before you go, I just want to say that you are fantastic and you are the commission. I will never let that go. You are, you are, I already just, I already just peeped about your, um, uh, about, about your, what you just posted an absolutely funny guy. Go check out Commissioner Yaz. You are fantastic, and as always, thank you so much. We hope to have you on when the Giants and Bengals boogie down on November 29th, and. May the best team win, and you'll look very
2: good in a Giants uniform. <laughs> yeah, you'll look very good in a Joey B jersey. Thank you guys so much. This was
0: so fun. No problem, you yes. Absolutely. Thank
2: you. Absolutely. Awesome. Bye.
0: bye. Well, guys, that was the wonderful, the wonderful, amazing commission. Um, you know, before 10 minutes ago, I had no idea that I would care about a Cincinnati Bengals-New New, New York Giants football game. Um, but November 29th, as long as it's not up against the Patriots, I will be watching that game. Go Bengals, go. Go Joe Mixon. Go Joe Burrows. Go A.J. Green. I hope Zach Taylor has a perfect game plan that day. Stop, stop Mr. Softy Saquon Barkley. You know, make, 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 make Daniela Jones fun of the football. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe Darius Slayton just, I don't know, wakes up on the wrong side of the bed. And, and, and see, this is where, this is where I'll let James say you're a bad teenage. I'll, I'll take this, alright? Because, do we really want to see, and, 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 and let's just face it, she's beautiful. Do, do we really want to see her in an ugly, disgusting New York football Giants jersey, whether it's Saquon or or Daniela Jones or, or whoever this guy chooses for her. Do we really want to see her in that ugly, awful white and blue jersey or all blue? No, we don't need that in these parts. We don't want that in these parts. We need to see a video of this guy right here. Me taking the video of him in a nice Joe Burrows jersey saying, Well, yes, your Bengals got me. Go, Bengals, go. The Bengals in these parts just, just said, Yo, we are the home team. Y'all coming to hood, and y'all got smoked. Y'all got four quarters of smoke. All y'all had to do was see me throw the football. I threw the football. Joe ran the football. AJ caught the football. And all y'all have to do is just sit there. Um, One last hit hit quitter story that is absolutely like no one thought this would have ever happened in a billion years. Months back, Maya Moore did her Kim Kardashian. And she said, hey, this guy wrongfully accused. And my man, Jonathan Irons, not only got out of jail. They got married. Him and Maya Moore are now married. So imagine going from jail to no jail to marrying a millionaire and finding the love of your life. That's fantastic. Sometimes stuff like this happens, and I think that's awesome. That's
1: actually fantastic. Um, I think that doesn't awesome story. Um and congratulations to Myra Moore. She is just awesome and for what she did, it's fantastic. And I can't wait to see the clippers take ace to Wakers on Friday. That's gonna be a fantastic tri Oh wait. Really?
0: You just you just wanna go down training, huh? You just you just oh. see guys like, see guys, this is this is why he's a mean individual. Like, come on man. Like, let 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 the dead sleep. Alright, it's over. It's over. The Clippers are over. And the Yankees killed again today. A billion home runs. You know, so but 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 I'm I'm not letting myself get fooled. I I gotta see them do this in the playoffs, man. I got him. and and, and major league baseball. I hate you. You're ruining the sport. You're ruining the sport. We're now gonna continue to have watered down playoffs, right? And not yet. I, not yet the play. Wait, before you continue,
1: that the players still have to approve of that. So, so we don't know that
0: they're gonna want to approve because it's gonna mean it's gonna mean more money, man. It's it's more it's more exposure, right? Think about it. The owner's main reason for wanting to do this, this this had to have come up. This is a way for us to potentially get Mike Trout in the playoffs. Right? So if 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 you can get Mike Trout in the playoffs year after year with this new format, that could realistically happen. Because through a whole game on 162, with this Angels team that they got now, and if they add a couple more pieces, they're going to win 85 games. Which, just like Michael said, the regular season means nothing. It means nothing. And like I said, a game on September, Yankees-Red Sox, is it a lot of people really still going to go? A team like the Yankees, the Astros, the Dodgers, the really good teams, the Twins, the Braves, you're always going to make the playoffs now, so it's so stupid. It is dumb, and 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 if the extra inning rule goes past this year as well, that is whack. I'm telling you, that I, I get why they're doing it. They're doing it for the money, and I don't want to see hashtag fire Manfreds. I don't want to see You want to know why? Because as long as he's making the owners money, they're gonna keep him. That's Manfred's only job. He doesn't have to grow the game. He doesn't have to rep the players. He just has to make the thirty owners money. As long that's as that happens, he will always be the commissioner.
1: That that's, that's, that's kind of true, man. That's actually pretty true. Um, as long as he as um as long as he told um as long as he told uh. Makes the money, then that's really, that's really what it is, um, also, too, um, Henrik Lundqvist is, um, retired, is going to set to retire with the New York Rangers, so, for you Rangers fans, I'm sorry to hear that, so I just wanted to make that last quick thing, and, wait, what Rangers happened to him? Henrik Lundqvist retiring. How much money is he leaving on the
0: table?
1: We're on the buyout for about six million, so they're buying up the last year of the contract.
0: How much? How much money would have you gotten if he stayed?
1: Uh, he would have gotten twelve million for one more year.
0: Why is he retiring though? That makes no because sense. Why lose? It. Why because lose six million do. dollars?
1: Because he can't do it anymore.
0: Okay, he but you stay do. on the bench. Stay on the bench for an extra six million. He was
1: too prideful. The man is too cryful. You mm-hmm. know what now?
0: If I'm if I'm Hank, I'm walking away, but they gotta give him a day. He has to get a That's... full day to where it's all about him.
1: Oh, I, I agree. Um, I agree. I mean, at least Rang- at least the New York Rangers are really loyal to him. Unlike Patriot fans who are not real, who are just a bunch of do how dare not show up. Don't do it. Play. Don't Bad do it. Wagoners. They're all a bunch of bandwagoners, man. Everyone, all of you are a bunch of Tom Brady
0: fans. Go be Buccaneers fans. At least they'll have fans. It's COVID, you know? sir. Yeah. It's COVID. Not I, not, I, I not every state is having fans. I don't want to right. hear it. Excuses. You know why? Because Jacksonville is letting fans in. And they don't got fans. <laughs> Jacksonville and Kansas City. Two places. What about the Cowboys? What What about the Giants, no, buddy? What about the Giants? I what about the Giants? What about the Giants? What about the Jets? What about the they Giants? Jets still have fans.
1: They were there. Where they were visible, unlike the Patriots fans.
0: Oh, 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 oh. invisible. <laughs> so, 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 so the, they were they were magically chanting J E T S just just <laughs> right? They, they they were hey, man on. magically saying, Oh my god, Daniela Jones, let's go. Or, or I forgot that's right, that's right. Well guys, be before guy I go kill my co host, um <laughs> you know respect respect all things commish. Hashtag commishaz yes for days. Um Absolutely. Go tomorrow, go go listen to Pep Talk with Yaz. Um And
1: tomorrow guys,
0: tomorrow. Tomorrow
1: what? Tomorrow what? Is big. A huge guest
0: tomorrow. Oh oh that's what they told me through the great grapevines. That that's yeah, what that's I heard. uh.
1: Uh, you can say this is like very static. I guess we gotta find out tomorrow, right?
0: That's true, that's true. Well, before, before Nick decides
1: to throw some, some shoes, that will travel from where he's at down to the great, great streets of New Jersey. Great streets of yeah, New thank Jersey. Yes, yeah, thank you for coming on. Go Giants, go. Bengals are going down. We're out of here. Excuse yeah, you? Bengals Bengals are going to get the W. Good night, sir.
0: Good night, clown.